Welcome to Your Life, Your Purpose, a show dedicated to helping you live with greater power and purpose in your life by taking action. Action. Now, your host, a man who needs no introduction, Brandon Allen. All right, so I want to welcome everyone to the Your Life, Your Purpose podcast here on buildyoursoulpurpose.com. This is your host, as always, Brandon Allen, and I am excited to uh, get back on track here with some uh, with another podcast. It's been uh, it's been a couple of weeks since I've uh, got in here and uh, done some recording, so I'm excited to uh, to be bringing you a podcast today. So uh, today I want to talk a little bit about persuasion, and if you're a if you're a business owner, this is especially prevalent for you. But look, regardless of where you at where you're at in your career who you are what you do persuasion is an important part of our lives i mean i look uh, i had to persuade my wife to marry me i have to persuade my kids to do things sometimes uh persuasion is everywhere and uh for small business owners it's really a situation where I think sometimes we overlook the opportunities that we have to set ourselves up as an authority and really be persuasive. Um, and and there and this just comes with the little things. And and so there's there's a few things I want to talk about today. Number one is just being intentional. Uh, all good persuasion uh, starts with being intentional and really putting your best foot forward. Uh, we're going to talk about. We're going to talk a little bit about. You know, really mapping those things out and asking some questions. You know, uh, with each touch point that we have in our business where we can be persuasive, uh, we need to ask ourselves what's happening and and what do we want to happen. You know, what should happen and what do we need to happen, and 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 we really need to look at the effectiveness of each of our touch points and our pers- and and how persuasive that we're being. And so, um, so let, let's just talk about intention. I mean, how much does intention come back in every single area of your business? I mean, think about this. Uh, you know, Vern Harnish uh, talks about in the Rockefeller Habits, uh, the book, The Rockefeller Habits, um, that, you know, he can grow a, co- you know, that any company can grow to 10 million by just focusing on the internal aspects of their business. And so when we think about that, a lot of times when I talk to a business owner, they'll say things like, oh, you know, uh, the, the economy here just went south or, you know, this external influence happened or this external thing happened. And they never, ever point inward and say, you know, our systems weren't good. We weren't prepared. Uh, we weren't working on the business like we should. We didn't have a plan. Uh, none of those things ever happen, but it's it's just funny that everything, all roads lead back to being intentional. And when we're intentional, good things happen. So when we talk about persuasion, what does that look like? So I work with a lot of doctors, and doctors sometimes do health talks for their community. And when you, if you do a health talk for your community, the question that I have for you is... Um, how per, how intentional are you being about the persuasion? So, for instance, if you're going to do a talk, are you prepared for that talk? And is that talk amazing, right? Uh, a lot of times we just give a talk and we and I hear a doctor give a talk and they're just regurgitating uh, information and just basically vomiting information on 
the people that are sitting there. And a lot of times it's like people aren't following what they're saying. They're not inspired by it. So how can you be persuasive in that moment? And I'll give you a hint. It's not about dumping facts on the public. That's not going to create uh, persuasion. It's about, look, giving people a little bit of fact, but also talking about uh, the emotional aspects of what you do, why it's important, and really paint that picture for why people should come in. So talks are one of those things. Look, and there's also persuasion of getting people there. So I hear a lot of people say, well, you know, I don't do these things anymore because people stop showing up. Well, you got to ask yourself the question, why did people stop showing up? It's, it's either the talk wasn't worth coming to or you weren't really uh, marketing the talk enough and there wasn't enough, you know, you know, maybe you just didn't give them a compelling enough reason to really come. And so all these opportunities come up for you uh, in persuasion. And so, look, there's persuasion in all different points. Look at your website. Uh, when was the last time you looked at your website? Your website, whether you want it to be or not, is a persuasion piece. And so your website will either be persuasive or it will persuade me to not do business with you. And 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 so a website's a big thing. And one of the biggest violations that I see on a on a on a website page in persuasive is well, I guess you know I shouldn't say this is one of the biggest things because there's a lot of big mistakes that we make with websites, but. Uh, you know, there's two things that stand out. Number one, having a website where you just talk about yourself and you don't tell people what's in it for them when they visit your site. The second thing, and so this is something that you can easily fix. The second thing is your about page. And particularly, whatever the business owner is, because I work with a lot of smaller businesses, smaller businesses, so there's going to be a personality behind the business always. So, for that, for that small business, that about page is critical. And this is a real opportunity for you to persuade people through your story. But I'm amazed at how many times I see a an about page that's like, John so-and-so uh, got a degree in engineering at the University of blah, blah, blah. John has been practicing whatever he does for the last 35 years, and in those 35 years, he has helped many people be successful. Uh, John lives in blank city, in blank state, and loves to help people, and that's why you should do business with him. Okay, great, fine. I mean, look, is that bad? No, not necessarily, but is it persuasive? It's not. It's like, look, I read that, I read that shit on everyone's website. Okay, I've heard that story before. Tell me why you do what you do. What's interesting about you? What's something that you've accomplished that's impressive? Uh, this is an opportunity for you to tell the story. So I did a marketing workshop not too long ago, and we went around and I had people share their story. Not everyone, but I, you know, select people that wanted to share. And people had amazing stories. I mean, they were just stories where people are like, oh my God, that's so powerful. Or people were crying and, you know, all these different things. And so we go to their website, and I'm like, well, where's that story? It's nowhere. Not in a blog post, not in an about page, nowhere. I mean, the, the, the story's there. And you're missing out on that key persuasion, persuasion point, but it's because there's no lack of intent. There's a, there's, a, there's a lack of intention there, and there's no, there's no plan for how we're going to create things. So if, when we're looking at persuasion, I want you to look at all the touch points in your business. So uh, one of the things that we do in the business blueprint is we do what's called an experience map where we look at all the different touch points and we do a touch point analysis. And so I'm going to give you a little piece of that analysis today, but 
That's one of the things you need to do. Inventory all the touch points. Do you have book? Do you have a pamphlet? Your website, your storefront, uh, your products, your the way you answer the phone, uh, your phone ad. You know, if you have phone book ads, uh, postcards, all the different marketing that you have. All those things are touch points, and. This is something that you have to look at. How people are greeted when they come in, the patient experience, that's a touch point. Email marketing, um, all the different things that you do that's a touch point in your business. And this thing, it's so incredible. Um, I saw a great TED video by Rennie Gleason about 404 page errors. So uh, when you get done listening to this, check it out. It's Rennie Gleason, 404 page errors. And it's just a really great talk on being intentional and giving people an experience uh, when they get a 404 page, and and he uses a really funny example of a guy uh, who who crashes on his bike, and and it's it's really pretty funny. But you know that's it kind of relates the experience of what it's like to get to a 404 page, uh, and and when you when you get to a page that doesn't exist, and so uh, really interesting. But you you should check that out. But. You know, that's just an example of, of a touch point. You know, when someone comes to a 404 page error on your site, what are you going to do? How are you going to use that as an opportunity to be persuasive? And that video kind of talks about that. It's a real short video. It's about four minutes. Um, I would definitely check it out. So, uh, so be intentional and map out those touch points. Where are all the different ways that someone's going to experience your business? And what does that look like? So then as you map those things out, one of the things that we do is we ask some questions. The first question is, what do we want to happen with this touch point? So let's take our website. What do we want to happen? It's amazing. And look, website development is tough. It's hard. But I'm amazed at how easy it is for us to get away from what we really want with our website. So I'll have someone have me look at a homepage for them, and they'll say, hey, what do you think? I'll take a look at it, and I'll say, well, what, what do you want people to do when they get here? And someone will come back, and they're like, ah, oh, okay. You know what? We need to get that on there. I just realized when you asked me that, it's really not obvious. It's not obvious what I want someone to do or what the next step is. So um, always keep that in mind. What do we want to have happen with our website? What's the primary objective with our site? What's the primary objective of this landing page? What's the primary objective with this book or this free paper or this teleseminar or this podcast or this article? What is the primary objective that I want um, someone to experience or do or know? Um so go through that and, and, and ask that question. What do we want to have happen? But then the other question to that is, okay, what do we want to have happen? But the second question is, okay, let's get real. What is happening with this specific touch point? What is going on right now? Um, what are we seeing? What's happening? What's the result? And then start asking questions. Well, why is the result this way? If we're doing well, why are we doing well? If we're not doing well, why aren't we doing well? And, and take a look at all those different things so you can do an inventory and see what's happening. And, and this is the problem with touch points is that we'll put a touch point in, and again, it's back to intention, and then we forget about it. We get it up and running, and we don't want to look at it again. A website is a, is a really easy example to give with that. We get a website up, and it's like, oh my gosh, if I never have to look at this thing again, I don't care. But then we have things like employees on our website who haven't worked there for three years or products that we don't offer, uh, classes that we don't have, all these different things that show up on a website that 
uh, if we were being a little bit more intentional, uh, we, we would we would look like we had our, our, our act together. So, I mean, you look at a website sometimes and they haven't blogged for three years and, uh, you know, all the stuff's outdated on it. And, and you just look at that and you think, you know, this person doesn't have their shit together. They, they just don't have their act together. And for a lot of the people that I work with in the medical industry, do you really want people thinking that you don't have your shit together? That's kind of an issue, right? That's a big deal. Um, I want I want my doctor to have their shit together, uh, especially at work. Look, I don't care about your personal life, but at work, I at least want you to have your shit together when we're at when when I'm at your office. Okay, so I think that's pretty reasonable, and I think that you do too. So uh, you know, so just go through and, and ask those questions. What is happening with the touch point? What do we want to have happen? And, and really look at those things and, and really inventory that. And then say, look, w- w- with what we want to have happen, what is the result that we're looking for with this? Is it email signups? Is it, is it a conversion? Is it a purchase? Is it an appointment? You know, what is the importance? And I, I think that, you know, I, I saw, I, I was watching a, a gentleman uh, here in the Salt Lake area. He was giving a presentation on phone sales and making appointments and how important it is to answer the phone in an intentional way and really get people in. And and a lot of people that I work with are obviously service-based businesses. And so they can get a, they can get a real appreciation for how important it is to answer the phone in a, in the right way. Because if people don't answer the phone in the right way, then people aren't coming in and they're not, they're not doing what they need to do. But what is what I thought was so powerful about the talk that he gave and where I think a lot of uh, service-based business owners go wrong is when the person answers the phone, they don't know what the primary objective is for the call. So if someone has questions and they want to know some things, you know, for some businesses, it's make an appointment. So if someone needs information, they want data, they want to talk to someone, they need to make an appointment. Look, your primary objective is to make an appointment. It's not to answer a bunch of questions. It's not to tell them the price. You know, depending on what your model is, it's to make an appointment or, you know, for someone else, it's to get them to another person on the phone or, you know, whatever that is. But I thought, how, you know, how interesting is that, that I know a lot of businesses forget those little details of, hey, what do we want to have happen and how can we be as persuasive as possible? So when it comes to that person making the appointment and trying to get that person on the calendar for someone else, how can they be as powerful as they can be in that moment so that that touch point is ultimately successful? So what does a successful result look like? What do we want? And I'm amazed at how many uh, businesses don't track how many people call in, how many people made an appointment, how many people showed up, of those people that showed up, how many uh, took the next step, how many closed. Um, they don't keep detailed records about that, and that's a shame. And I want to know, look, and not only that, but I want to know where did all these people come from? Did they come from a TV ad? Did they come from a radio ad? Did they come from my website? Did they see me speak at an event? Um, did I meet them in a networking meeting? Wherever, you know, whatever that is, I want to know kind of where they came from, and then I want to see how effective are we of really accomplishing our primary purpose on the phone or obviously insert whatever other touch points that uh, that we're talking about there. So persuasion is important, and I think the, the biggest thing I want you to get out of today is, look, how intentional are you being about your persuasion and all the different touch points that exist within that uh, persuasive opportunity? Are we, are we taking the time to be as persuasive as we can be and being intentional? And look, just making things awesome. 
So if you're launching a new product, making it a big deal. I mean, uh, anyone who's seen you know info products that are launched online and different things, whether it be like Brendan Bruchard or 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 Frank Kern or you know all these big info marketers. I mean, look, you get inundated and bombarded with different with different pieces of information. I mean, it's a big deal and it goes on for for months and months and months. They don't just say, "Hey, I've got a product out, come buy it." They make a big deal out of it. There's a lot of opportunities for persuasion there. So, go through there and do an inventory and check that out. How intentional are you? Map out all the touch points and look if you need some help with this, this is something that we do. So, hit me up at buildyoursoulpurpose.com if you need some help. I'll put some I'll put some ways to get in touch with us here on the podcast at buildyoursoulpurpose.com and you can check it out. If you need some help just mapping out your touch points and, and really going through that process, that is specifically something that we can help you do. So, so hit us up at buildyoursoulpurpose.com. Uh We'll we'll get in touch with you and, and we can help you map out that process. If you want to do it yourself, go through and map that out. Ask those questions that I talked about and be more. Take that opportunity to be as persuasive as you can be in every moment. And I promise you, you won't be sorry if you do. So I want to thank everyone for listening to this week's podcast. This is Brandon Allen for Your Life, Your Purpose here on BuildYourSoulPurpose.com. Tell your friends about the podcast visit early and often, subscribe in iTunes, and we will talk to you again next week. Thank you.